0: Hey guys, welcome back to uh, Game Source Podcast. Uh, thanks uh, as always for listening. Um, I'm your host Nick with my co-host Gerald.
1: Another day in paradise.
0: Indeed, it was a day in paradise at E3.
1: I'm just icing down my legs from all the walking we did uh, for, through the entire Los Angeles Convention Center floor. My goodness, it was big. It was awesome. And I'm telling you, right now, this where there was no better experience for a video game fan than E3.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, my legs are sore, too. Uh, that, uh, much, much bigger than even I anticipated.
1: Well, where can they find all the information, the videos, the press conferences? Where can they find all that info at?
0: Well, you can check all that good stuff at at uh, www.yourgamesource.com. You uh, can check under our uh, videos page as well as our news page. And we also have an E3 page. That has all the latest news and info from the show, as well as the uh, videos that will soon be updated. Well, Nick, why don't you go on and uh,
1: tell me about some of the things that you like to start off with.
0: Well, you know, hey, that, that's a lot. But uh, I guess really I was most impressed by Bullet uh, Bulletstorm. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I checked out the demo when I was there. Um, I even got to eat at one of the burger stands outside, as you recall. <laughs> Um, well, I'll
1: tell you what, it was definitely something to behold, all the sights, all the sounds, all the video games, uh, just just overwhelming with all the different publishers and, and studios, uh, for every you know interest that's out there, from educational to MMOs, to social networking games, to good old fashioned video games,
0: it's yeah. all there. And uh, I also noticed a lot of the games are going like retro, I know Nintendo's really pushing that.
1: Yes, but uh, I can tell you right now, um, not only they're going retro, but uh, Microsoft, uh, Sony, they all have a vested interest as well.
0: Yeah, and, and just to list a, a few, um, you know, like I was I was uh, talking about before, you know, Bulletstorm. Uh, I also uh, got, got to actually play Blacklight uh, Tango Down, which is another uh, uh, first-person shooter that looks pretty good.
1: Tango Down! <laughs> Tango Down! <laughs>
0: And uh, we also ended up being able to snag uh, a lot of swag, and amongst, amongst that swag, we were able to get some uh, dog tags that enable us uh, some cool power-ups once um, the game is re- uh, released. So that was pretty cool. Well, uh, I just
1: like the fact, swag aside, that you, know, you got to learn more about the games and the information on the games, um, what t- how, how far they are in development, and what each company foresees for that product. That's what was most important.
0: Yeah, I gotta agree, although the swag was nice, but uh, anyhow, uh, yeah, amongst, uh, you know, again, after, you know, going through the press conference, especially Microsoft's, I had a lot of, uh, you know, I had a lot of doubt when it came to Connect, and, you know, I guess maybe once we got to experience it and and really play with it and toy around with it, I mean, I, I think it has a lot of potential.
1: Well, unless you're uh, probably the one or two people who aren't familiar with what Connect did. It's a new name for what was once called Project Natal. It's a full motion censoring system uh, that's going to be introduced later this year. I believe it's November 4th from Microsoft. Um, It's a peripheral for the 360. Um, The price is speculative, but um, right now it seems to be speculating right around $150. Um, It does, uh, depending on the game, and it's all about the games I think when it comes to this peripheral, uh, depending on the game, um, it can really fully immerse yourself into the world and really get you, you know, up off the couch and uh, no need for a controller.
0: Yeah, and I, I, mean, uh, you know, you could, again, you could also check out the video. I was actually able to get Gerald uh, doing it live uh, when he was actually skiing
1: at the, one of the Ubisoft games uh, on their winter games. Um, it really uh, provided quite a workout. And I believe uh, after seeing, you know, if you see the press conference and you see some of the games that Microsoft is going to offer, launch with Connect, and you see some of the third-party offerings, I really think that in this case, the third-party offerings are much substantially better uh, than what Microsoft's doing. Um, I think Microsoft's going too hard at being trying to be much like we, and I really think the Ubisoft's... And some of the other some some of the other companies doing outside work for Connect Games um, have a better idea and a better vision on what Connect should do.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you know, Connect I, I think really optimizes gameplay. And I mean, not to say that, you know, I, I also got a chance to uh, experience and use the PlayStation Move, and I, and I, and I really think that Sony has a good concept there. I think a lot of you know. A lot of their ideas were obviously borrowed from, you know, the Wii and the additional, uh, you know, Wii Motion Plus. But well,
1: they're just, going after that market. Yeah. They're going uh, after that market. Simple as that.
0: Yeah, and, and, and you know what? I mean, good for them. And, and I think the PlayStation Move has a lot of benefits. And, you know, throughout my experience playing that, I, I noticed that, you know, the precision on it is uh, a little more honed. Um, I don't have as much lag as I do, even with the Wii Motion um, as an, you know, an additional add-on. And, and not to, you know, not to knock Nintendo. They still they still got a great concept there, and, and they have a, a tremendous amount of new titles that are hitting it. You know, Zelda, um, you know, new Sonic game, uh, you know, a lot of the well, retro. I can, by,
1: I can tell you by far, you know, well, let's, let's just cut, cut to the chase. Who of the three manufacturers uh, did the best for you as far as um, the overall show is concerned? Which console uh, manufacturer performed the best at E3? You know, I...
0: I, I, I'm going to have to give it to Nintendo. I think Nintendo had the most impressive display of uh, of just you know, with, with the 3DS which we can get into in a little bit. Um, the sheer number of titles coming. I, I just, you know, I'm a big Zelda fan. I mean, I think that was a tremendous plus for me to see uh, you know, a new Zelda hitting you know, hitting, the, hitting that console. And that, that's exciting for me. So, I mean, amongst you know, all the you know potential things that they were able to offer at the press conference, and you know the upcoming releases and everything else. I, I mean, I, I I personally think I think Nintendo probably nailed nailed it the best.
1: I would have to agree. Uh, Nintendo by far. That 3DS. I was on the show floor. I was in the Nintendo booth, hands on demo. I got to take a close look at it. The technology is so amazing, and the 3D is just so sharp and clear. No glasses needed. They've already got a ton of games coming out for that when it launches. They haven't said exactly when. Um, You know, speculation is that they're probably gonna release in December in Japan and by March of next year, uh, whenever it is, it's gonna sell like hotcakes. If it sells under $200, it starts out at $199.99 price tag, I think it's just gonna just blow PSP away or anything else for that matter. Uh, I really think it's a, a great looking, great looking handheld, and I really think it's going to do a gangbuster uh, number of sales once it come out comes out. Now you were on Zelda. Well, there's also Donkey Kong Country's coming out. Kid Icarus is also coming out. Uh, Metroid Other M. But the one I was looking forward to when they announced it was GoldenEye for the Wii and the DS coming out uh, by Activision.
0: Oh, I know. I love Golden Eye.
1: No Pierce Brosnan this time, though.
0: <laughs> you know, just just to fill you guys in a little bit, you know, let me just read this this short excerpt. I, um, you know, out of the E three mag, um, you know, the DS, uh, the three DS is, uh, you know, it's about similar in size to the DSI. The unit also includes an analog controller uh, in addition to the D pad, and you also have two separate camera lenses on the shell for three D photography. And if that's not cool enough. Um, the bottom screen, as you know, still, you know, it's still going to retain its, the touch screen functionality and, uh, the large screen of course on the top is going to, you know, showcase the, uh, the 3d depth. But I think probably one of the coolest features is, is that you don't need any glasses. You don't need any peripherals and there's also a special slider and, and I got to actually experience how this works, which was really cool you can control the 3D depth that's displayed. And I, and I think that's just, you know, I think that's really awesome.
1: Well, if they want to take a closer look at it, there's two ways to do it. When they come on our site, yourgamesource.com, they you just either have to click on the news channel, and we have a detailed story of all the games that are coming out, and a hands-on demo that was done by uh, IGN. Uh, but also as well, we also have the actual Nintendo press conference on our Electronic Expo video page, and you can actually see it in action as well. Either which way, you, the viewer, the gamer, gets actual take a look at what Nintendo's going to offer. And right now, I think it's head and shoulders above all three. But then I didn't, uh, need I digress. There was also one other con- major console manufacturer that was uh, also debuting their stuff at E3, and I think we ought to talk about Sony as well.
0: Yeah, I mean. Uh... You know, and again, like I mentioned before, you know, the Sony move uh, was obviously, uh, you know, was Sony's big um, big display. Um, it looks like they have a number of titles that are going to antiquate to it. And I've also uh, been told uh, while we were at E3 that previous titles were going to come out with patches and updates as well um, to uh, also antiquate to the move. Uh, I was actually playing, uh, uh, playing SOCOM. And when I was
1: playing Toy Story 3 with the move, so, and I, I saw a little bit of lag, but the controller in your hand feels light, it feels good in your hands. Uh, with the right game um, that I've seen, like uh, SOCOM uh, or, um, you know, some of the others, uh, Circle of Eden, some others, that it can really do a good job of surpassing what the Wii has already done. Um, the only thing that I have an issue with is the confusing price points. Because depending on what you need or what your desire is, as far as how much you want to get into the PlayStation Move concept, it could be a little pricey.
0: Yeah, and, you know, took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, it's really just that. You know, depending on you know how many controllers you need, and and as far as how it comes, it's it's very similar to the uh, to the Wii. Um, you know, you get the you get the controller. Um, which well, is you might
1: have to buy a camera too.
0: Yeah, well, that's been mentioned as well, but you know again yeah the the confusing price points are really really my only primary concern I mean beside that functionality i I thought it was really fun i mean it's it gives you one more reason to you know on another system if you may not own a Wii um to kind of get up and and you know move around you know not have to sit sit down and you know remain a couch potato as you play your games, you know so
1: well, some of those, some of our uh, gamers might like being couch
0: potatoes. Yeah, you know what I like being a couch potato. so <laughs> well, when,
1: going back to Connect and that, if um, I've heard some rumors where there might be some issues uh, where the Connect has reading your body if you're sitting on the couch, um, if they get those kinks worked out and you're able to alternate between uh, playing while you're on a couch, um, let's say driving a vehicle or whatnot, and being able to use it standing up, um, it could really be something. But um, Nick, I think uh, you know when we come back from the break, we should go ahead and talk more about some of the games specifically uh, that are gonna be hot, both this year and coming forward, that we saw at E3 as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. give you a uh, rundown on all the uh, cool new releases and titles to uh that are very going to be very forthcoming for the end of the quarter and uh next uh, next year as well. Well, I guess to start out, um although they didn't have any uh, you know, demo of gears, uh we did get a chance opportunity to see a little bit more video.
1: And if you see, if you'd like to take a look at that video again, it's on our uh... It's E3 uh, Electronic Expo site. It's uh, it shows an amazing co-op uh, four-player co-op. Finally, Gears has got its head straight and doing four-player co-op. Something you should have done two games ago. And it, uh, believe me, it looks great. And uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun when it comes out next April.
0: Yeah, and you know, I think Epic, uh, you know, has a really good lineup of games. Uh, I know, you know, like I was saying earlier. And uh, I'm really excited about, you know, Bulletstorm looks good.
1: Uh, Good fan of Bulletstorm. I also think uh, one of the games that that looked very promising uh, for the Xbox 360 is uh, Dead Rising 2.
0: Yes. uh,
1: (laughs) For all you zombie lovers out there. Uh, uh, Fallout New Vegas for for you, Nick. Um, Obviously, Halo Reach was, uh, was very impressive. Portal 2... Uh, what you saw in the in a press conferences, obviously, uh, for fans of that genre, the Porter 2 uh, for the Half Life series, that one's going to be uh, look like an awesome game. It's actually a full fledged retail game, it's going to be coming. It's been pushed back to next year, but it does look very good. And I think uh, the game that people were most impressed by on the 360 uh, was the, the game Rage. Uh, from Bethesda and Id Software, if you're familiar with the work from Doom and uh, other games of that Elk, the Wolfenstein series and whatnot, um, it's, it's coming out, and uh, you know it's another apocalyptic game, but the graphics on it and the and the fact that it runs so smoothly even at this early stage, uh, was so good.
0: Yeah, and you know, uh, also on the whole.
1: Uh... Well, I can tell you yeah. this one, Nick. You know, another one of our contemporaries liked it so much, I thought he was going to wet his pants, actually, in the middle of the demonstration. He kept on jumping down like he was a six-year-old little girl. Um, he he almost hugged and kissed uh, the uh, the game developer that was right there sitting with him doing the tech demo. I mean, it looks good. Um, it looks very good. But let's uh, let's put things in perspective. It's a game that's coming out next year. And it's another in the long line of the apocalyptic sagas, which are now becoming another version of the World War II games that uh, was repeated so many times before.
0: Yeah, I know Call of Duty is uh, far played out, I'm sure, by now. but uh...
1: Well, well that, what I'm saying is that you know the World War II games, there were so many of them, and they got yeah. uh, repetitive after a while when people were bringing them out. The apocalyptic games, such as Borderlands, Fallout...
0: Bulletstorm. Uh,
1: Br- Bulletstorm, Brink... Uh, those games are, are, well, Bulletstorm is actually more, supposed to be a little bit more alien nature. Um, uh, Brink, uh, is supposed to be apocalyptic. Um, those games that are coming, coming out seem to be coming. It's, it's going to be hard for it to rage no matter how good tech, tech wise, uh, it's going to be hard for that, that game to really differentiate itself in that marketplace when it comes out next year.
0: Yeah, post-apocalyptic doom and gloom seem to be the new, uh theme for several games coming out, but actually...
1: That and Modern Warfare, oops did I say it like that, Modern <laughs> Warfare with uh, Spec Ops, Medal of Honor, uh, Call of Duty, even though it's the new one, uh, Special Ops is, uh, is supposed to be coming out, um, and it's supposed to be a little bit before Modern Warfare in the uh, Vietnam area, uh, but it does look a lot like its predecessor. Um, and, and, you know, that, that's also becoming repetitive as well. But, uh, the the game, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, I was going to say, going on what you were saying, you know, Slaughterhouse, when that looked pretty good.
1: Uh, Slaughterhouse did look good. I know that, uh, some early builds were not that promising, but, uh, they seem to have polished things, uh, quite a bit. And I know there were, there are fans of that franchise and it's being resurrected. Um, and it looks like, uh, it'll be a good release when it finally comes out.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. I was just uh, looking. Well, through. I noticed.
1: I noticed the rise of free to play MMOs, and that was uh, huh. for all those free to play MMO fans. At least right now, you're probably in the next two years going to see the height of free to play MMOs, uh, or MMO RPGs, um, and the like. Uh, but one thing that really got uh, got me stirring uh, was the new games for the for Nintendo. Uh, like I said earlier, Goldeneye I, I really meant to have a lot of fun with. But Epic Mickey, that I think was uh that I think overall was the game for me. It looks like it's gonna be a very, very polished platformer, uh, and I think it really uh Nintendo fans are gonna draw to it uh, very much. From the old Kingdom Hearts uh uh realm.
0: Which which also by the way, they have uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep and Kingdom Hearts uh recoded coming out.
1: Uh, yes probably to also introduce the fans to the uh to the uh Disneyland Disney genre of gaming and uh, i think epic mickey's going to take it to a whole next level oh, uh, also you know your legend of zelda can't forget about that can't skyward forget about the donkey kong country
0: oh go ahead about zelda i'm sorry no i was just uh legend of zelda skyward sword looks awesome if you're a uh, zelda fan it's awesome i you know, I got to actually experience um, playing it, and, and I will be completely honest with you. The gaming mechanics and controls are very fluid. You you actually feel like you are Link. Um, the way you move, the way you dodge, you can parry attacks. Um, depending on which way you're holding the remote, you're, it, uh, Link actually projects that on the screen. I think another really cool feature is, is that the Nunchuck, Um, Also, you can use as a shield. And just the whole concept of how you are able to cycle through weapons on the fly, you're able to cycle through potions on the fly, you can actually continue uh, combat, live combat, dodge off, and while you're moving, drink a potion, get right back into the action. Uh, I think they have an incredible new array of arsenal and weaponry, as, you know, Link is very much known for. And I just really think the whole concept, the storyline, uh, just the beginning of the game is very capturing. Uh, for any Zelda fans out there, I was I was a little worried when I had first initially seen Zelda. Um, as much of a Zelda fan as I am, I was a little disappointed with uh, Twilight Princess and, and Wind Waker. Um, but I was very much pleased to see that they went with a more... Um, Old school, if you will, Nintendo sixty four style uh, play, and I and I'm really ex- I'm really excited to see some good things coming from this game.
1: Well, uh, and going back to three sixty Halo Reach, uh, I think is going to be an extremely uh, good way for Bungie to go out on a good note. Oh yeah, uh, and I, but I want to focus on PS three games. Gran Turismo five is finally coming out this year. Uh, does have a release date later this year? It is a two thousand ten release date so and and obviously with the detail that those games provide uh it's going to be awesome and kill zone 3 oh. kills on 3 if if you get a chance you could uh please take a look at the playstation 3 press conference you get an in-depth look at kills on 3 even if you don't have a 3d television and you know i've been harping on that a previous podcast it's still going to be a tremendous game um, and one well worth playing if you're a PS3 owner.
0: Oh, yeah, and, um, you know, also, I'm a really big fan of the Parasite the Parasite Eve series, and I was pretty excited to see that they have a another one coming out in the trilogy. Uh, the trilogy, I'm sorry. We had, uh, it'll be the fourth game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's going to be uh, Parasite Eve, the third birthday, and... Um, although I wasn't able to see any video of this, I was able to pick up some content on it and graphically. And um, again, if you're a fan, and uh, it's going to play just like the other game, um, a lot of really good stuff to expect from that one. I also was pretty excited about Front Mission Evolved. Um, I know that's hitting Sony and 360s. So trying to stay on the Sony topic here.
1: Anything? Well, you also uh, was there any news on Final Fantasy? I believe it's 14.
0: Yeah, um, it is going to be. Uh, you know which.
1: <laughs> I was going to say Final Fantasy umpteen, but uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen. Yeah,
0: you know, it's we're
1: it's, keeping score,
0: it's going to be another online, another online one, and and I don't know that kind of concerns me a little bit. I mean, it's definitely got some major uh, graphic overhaul on it, and I did get to experience some of the uh, d- some of the uh, li- on live developer um, animation, which I think was really cool. Um, it looks good. I mean, gameplays wise it looks like it's fluid and it plays well. Um, a lot of it, uh, obviously, as you know, is solely dependent on internet connectivity, um, which really determines how much you do or do not lag. But, I mean, the game the game looks solid. I, I'm going to do a little bit more research on it, you'll probably hear my rant on uh, how good or bad it is, you know, uh, in later podcasts. But so far... It looks good. I mean, it looks like it'll play well, but again, I'm a little skeptical. uh, You know, previous, when the Square Enix previously attempted to do this, I don't know if they captured it uh, particularly well.
1: Well, I'm uh, glad they're going to try it again. Uh, I was also, uh, the Metal Gear Rising game
0: that's coming. Oh,
1: yes. Yeah, slicing and dicing um, from the makers of the Ninja Gaia series. Um, It's actually going to look very good. Um, and I, th- I think uh, it's going to be something that, uh, I'm sorry, n- uh, not the n- not the uh, Metal Gear Rising. The Metal Gear Rising is going to be its own game. The Ninja Gaiden series uh, director, he's going to be making uh, Devil's Third. Uh, that's also a game that's coming out with the old Ninja Gaiden effects. Metal Gear Rising is going to use its own uh, specs. And if you see it on the Microsoft press conference, you'll see that it's very impressive and uh, it's going to be a great game uh, for the 360.
0: Yeah, and uh, I also was able to view um, some live demo of that as well, and it looks awesome. Um, I don't know who, who is a Metal Gear fan, but I think they've really taken Metal Gear to an all-new level. I, the uh, concept they kind of introduced in this, it seems, is, is instead of a uh, stealth and sneaking It's more of a live action Um, as Raiden. You are more engaged in um, combat and, you know, continual running into enemies, and and really the emphasis is on learning the uh, ninja art style to basically slice and dice your enemies to pieces, which I think is just such a cool concept for Metal Gear.
1: So if you had one game to choose as far as it's concerned... Throughout the entire E3, as your game source game of the show, what would it be?
0: Hmm. Well,
1: oh man, <laughs> I, I, I'd be pl- I'd be playing music right now from Jeopardy
0: <laughs> if I could. That's going to be hard to choose, but I'm going to have to give it to uh, Zelda Skyward Sword.
1: I see. And me? Well, I think I'm gonna have to go with Epic Mickey.
0: Well, at least they're both Nintendo titles. <laughs> yes,
1: uh, and uh, we've often bashed Nintendo in the past. Uh, myself may, you know, really uh, just been been very hard on the Nintendo product over the past couple of years and the lackluster uh, things that they've done for support for the Wii. But really, after seeing this press conference and seeing the lineup of of software and hardware that they're coming out with uh, I can see a renewed vigor from Nintendo and it uh, looks very promising if you're a Nintendo fanboy
0: yeah and you know and also we uh, have a lot to anticipate with uh, you know Microsoft and Sony as well they have a you know they have a well, let's very- not
1: discount them yes absolutely um, my feelings on on Microsoft is that you know they are definitely making a, a big-time focus towards Connect. Maybe it's going to come at the cost of hardcore games, uh, as far as you know, delivering those games to the hardcore in as much quantity as they have previously. Um, and, and you know, if you're going to try and capture the Wii, the try and get out, go after the Wii market, you're going to have to make yourself uh, at a price point uh, affordable. And if you don't, I don't think you're going to be able to accomplish what you uh, what you're looking for.
0: Yeah, and you know, like you were saying earlier too, you know, with Microsoft's Connect, if if they don't lower that from from one hundred and fifty dollars, I just don't see the general consumer purchasing it.
1: Well, as of this podcast, it's one hundred and fifty uh, listed by Amazon, GameStop, and others. Uh, that is been told is not supposedly not the final price, but I can't see it being too far off from that listed price. So, I, and I definitely see have issues with that. Uh, as far as Sony is concerned. Uh, Sony, you know, they, they, showed, they even showed some love for PSP, uh, not as much as, as, as once would like, so I see the end near for PSP, and maybe this time next year at E3 we're talking about a PSP 2. Um, but, you know, with, with some of the games that they had talked about, and the fact that 3D software updates now available for 3D TV owners, and the, and the PlayStation Move is available, they're trying to make themselves a more complete uh, a console maker as well. And and can they do it? Can they get a bigger chunk of the American pie? Um, you know, like because they are fast approach, uh, fast moving in Japan and other regions of the world. Can they get that bigger chunk of the uh, North American uh, sales market? Well, we'll see. We'll see. They yeah. at least got a good start, um, but I still think they fall short of Nintendo because Nintendo always seems to pull out something from its sleeve.
0: Yeah, and you know what? i got to mention this because it was probably one of the coolest parts of the show. We actually got to sit in an exclusive developers conference with the makers of the uh, new Lord of the Rings that's coming out. And uh,
1: I know you particularly like that, yes. Uh, and as you can see uh, uh, from our pictures uh, on the front page... Uh, you'll notice why. But go ahead. I digress.
0: <laughs> you know, I just. Uh, I've always been a, a fairly big fan of the uh, previous Lord of the Rings. Um,
1: Named two of my kids after the series, so you can tell I am.
0: <laughs> and, you know, I was just. Uh, I, I really think they got a firm uh, concept on, on this one coming out. I mean. Uh, it
1: looks good. It looks good. It combines a lot of elements. Hopefully, better than Alpha Protocol because it does come, use a conversation system a la Mass Effect. <laughs> Gee, which podcast have I heard that before from?
0: That worries me. <laughs> yes, I know,
1: um, but it does. The gameplay is actually a lot more polished than Alpha Protocol is ever was. And I hate to always harp on that, but it's a. It can be up to a three player co op, um, and it does look very good. It actually takes place in incidents around that timeline of the Lord of the Rings, but it takes place well as you guessed it, up in the north with all new adventures. Uh, it does look very good, and, and I can't wait for it to come out next year.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you know, that that was my big worry, is, you know, after Alpha Protocol, I'm like, uh...
1: <laughs> well, not, not abandon the uh, game's trying a conversation system, because it gives the players a choice to choose how their characters are going to go. And I like that. It's just, you know, once it gets beyond the conversation system... What's the gameplay like? And the gameplay here seems a lot more polished. And my credit to the Warner Brothers Studios uh, and, the, and the people making this game uh, for getting it po- as polished as it was. And looking forward to uh, playing it in the future.
0: Yeah, and you know, just starting out, just to let you know. I mean, it really, it really makes you want to play more. I mean, I, I right by the end where they topped off the boss, um, I was you know, wanting, oh man, you know, I wish wish we could see a little bit more of it, so.
1: Well, uh, next time we're going to be uh, previewing uh, previewing uh, some of the new games coming out this year, uh, like Call of Duty Black Ops, Halo Reach, more on our next podcast. Plus also, we're going to take an even more in-depth look at Connect. More will be known about the system, about the price when we come on our next podcast. And also as well, Nick, you've got a, another couple features that you're looking at doing?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, yes. Uh, well, next time I'll have a, a much more in-depth review on a uh, preview, rather on the New Zelda and the uh, PlayStation Move, and uh, hopefully we'll have a more concrete idea of what we're looking at with price-wise on that, and you know how they plan to or may not plan to um, bundle up with the system uh, with newer systems, which I'm pretty certain they will.
1: And I also have a new feature on our website uh, regarding Dead Space 2. It showed very well at E3, and I know that we didn't mention it much or at all on this podcast, but we're also going to talk about it in our next podcast because EA really looks like it might have another hit on its hands.
0: And also, I want to take a look at uh, Cana Lynch 2 and...